live, and this is probably going to be the biggest episode yet. We have four people in this episode. Um, as usual, I have my buddy, my co-host, Mr. David Hunt. Hello, everyone. Sitting to my right is Mr. Michael Kostriva. Hello. He is, um, just to give you guys a little bit of background, he is um, a bearded movie reviewer on YouTube. Um, I guess we can kind of go into your YouTube career um, here in a minute. Um, And then, last but not least, from Arizona on Skype, Mr. Adam McDormand. Hello. And Adam has been on the podcast three times, maybe? Four? Yeah, three or four. I, I I lose count each time we do this. I should do my homework. Um, so anyway, uh, today we are going to talk about video games, and not um, just video games, but our own um, our own nostalgia for video games. How we got started in video games, um, because we are kind of um, the generation that just kind of grew up with video games. Yeah. Um, so we're, that's what we're going to talk about. Um, let's see. Well, before we get started, let me go ahead and um, we'll talk to our two guests, because you guys know David and I pretty well, and you're probably tired of hearing about us. Um, So, Mike, you're sitting right here. Um, Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you do. Well, um, I am from Kokomo, Indiana. You guys probably don't want the whole backstory. Um, (laughs) I I teach Zumba Fitness here in Kokomo, um, and I run my own YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash half the mic. And it's a lot of movie discussions and a lot of movie reviews. And I geek out about movie trailers that are coming out and just, it's really nerdy. So I feel like this podcast is completely appropriate for me. Absolutely. I I love your video. I do. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. We've gotten into a habit at home where we have, like, a bunch of YouTube channels subscribed and, like, in a playlist. So mm-hmm. like, okay, well, it's this day, and, oh, Mike's got a new one. I, Your last one was hilarious. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Did that with my pal Zena. That was oh, fun. That was great. Um, And then, um, Adam, you can tell a little bit about yourself, because we, I mean, this is 35 episodes, and people may have missed you the past couple times you've been on. That's true. Yeah, I am Adam McDormand, and... I am a high school English teacher, and in my, my spare time, I do a little bit of writing on a blog about video games called Game vs. Life, which is at uh, blogspot.com slash Game vs. Life. And I also have my YouTube channel, which is called Medium Quality, and that is at youtube.com slash Adam McDormand. And that is that's the spot where I I don't know talk about a lot of random stuff. I just recently finished up talking about the entirety of my my vinyl record collection, which was a monstrous task. Yeah, it was a lot of fun though, because um, you you listen to a lot of different music. Um, I know for me personally, um, you know. There have been bands where I'm like, ah, oh, I've never heard of them before. But then, like, if you play a clip or something like that, I'm like, oh, man, that that's really cool. And I think my music knowledge has evolved because I've watched your, your vinyl collection and just gotten to know you. So we've probably got some listeners that would be interested in that. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. Um, the reason that we especially have Adam is because he is a video game connoisseur. Um, he got me playing Steam. Um, man, that is a black hole of... Wow. Um, <laughs> a black then, hole of joy. Yes. <laughs> except for, how many except, games do you have in your Steam library right now? Um, uh, 17 or 18, okay. maybe. Yeah. Something like that. I'm I'm still a newcomer. How many of those have you played? Um, three or four. <laughs> I bought a humble bundle, and that was like the best five dollars I've ever spent. But at the same time, I wouldn't probably have a hard time getting around to those games. <laughs> um, I, we wanted to bring Mike on too because if things work out, we might just have a third co-host. So it's yes. a possibility. Mm-hmm. So um, this is your test, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> if you fail, you're done. My run through. <laughs> So it won't just be the Davis anymore. (laughs) (sighs) Um, So let's go ahead and jump into our topic. I had some news. I'm just going to forget it for right now. Um, So what was you guys' first console, your first system? What did you play your first game on? Um, David, we'll start with you, bud. Oh, let's start with Mike. Okay, we can do that. Okay. Um, It was definitely the original NES. And uh, I remember... You know, most people would say, you know, Mario slash Duck Hunt was their first game. But for me, it was Punch-Out. Oh, really? The original Punch-Out. And uh, um, I actually played it uh, at my uh, at my grandma's house in Wisconsin um, when we visited when we visited her a long time ago. And then I went home, and then my parents bought me the NES for Christmas and bought me Punch-Out because that was the game I played at my grandma's house. And I... <laughs> Loved it, and That's I cool. and I played it. I think I I think I beat it in three days. Wow. I got to Mike Tyson and <laughs> knocked him out, and I felt so accomplished and joyous. <laughs> so that was my first game. Three days. There, there aren't a lot of games these days that you can beat in in three days. I know, right? <laughs> and that well, I was a kid. I didn't have anything else to do. <laughs> I didn't have any responsibilities. So. Right. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. I mean, that's not an easy game. I know. And I, well, I got frustrated and I played it until like <laughs> 3 a.m. How, <laughs> how old were you when you got your NES? Oh, gosh. Um, I think I was six. I must have been six or seven. Wow. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Adam? Where'd you start? Can we go around like this? <laughs> Well, my first console technically wasn't mine. It was my dad's. Um, He was really into the Atari 2600 Hmm. around the, you know, a couple years after I was born. So like 85, 86, 87, back when, and at that point in time, the NES had come out. And so the Atari was super cheap and he had one of those. And so I... I've seen pictures of me sitting right next to him while he's playing, like, I don't know, uh, Space Invaders or, or Asteroids or something. And I've got a controller that's not plugged in, and we're both we're both playing. Of course, I'm not. But my, really, my earliest memories of like, you know, playing video games are Atari 2600 post Nintendo Entertainment System, so like I knew that I didn't have the newest stuff, and I was always like, oh, this doesn't look even remotely as good as Mario, but it's yeah. all I've got, so let's do it. 
right? Now for me, um, I have I have memories of playing like the the NES with like Mario and uh, Duck Hunt. Um, everyone has some mem- everyone in our generation has some memory of Duck Hunt. Um, but the first one that I like really remember playing thoroughly uh, was the Super Nintendo uh, with like Donkey Kong Country. And those were like the first games that I remember playing and just loving and going through it. <laughs> Donkey Kong Country, that that game will forever hold a special place in Walmart. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, man, for me, I really had to think about this. Um, my first system that I ever actually played on was the Atari. Um, although, I mean, the NES was close, but I do remember... Um, as a kid, my grandpa owned, um, like, an electronics store. And um, in the back room, like, the warehouse of the building that he was in, um, he had an Atari set up. And I swear, he probably had 30 games <laughs> sitting back there, just in stacks, you know. We'd, snap, you know, push the yeah. cartridges in and stuff. And uh, <clears throat> I think Pitfall was the game that I loved playing. Um, so, Yeah. That was forever ago. I was probably, that's probably six or seven. Mm-hmm. It seems like anybody who had an Atari had stacks and stacks of games. Yeah. Because there was just that really weird period in history, I would say probably 82, 83, when everybody was making Atari games and the market was absolutely flooded with them. and. You know, video game historians always refer to that period of time as like the great Atari crash of 83 <laughs> or, or whatever. Yeah. Which is why you know, people could go to like Goodwill, which is where I got all my uh, Atari games and buy a game for 50 cents. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've heard stories. Um, there's another podcast, um, Retronaut. Um, they they were talking about video games, and I think the the reason there were so many Atari games is because it was so easy to because um, basically all the game was was just like a like a, a circuit board, and um, they would they would rip the circuit boards out of the cartridges, and then they could modify them. So it was like super quick to just make new games out of a previously existing one. Yeah, everything was so new at that point in time. There wasn't any sort of regulation. People would reverse engineer games that other people would make, and, and like mm-hmm. say, change it a little bit, make their own version. You know, make some sort of knockoff, and then you know, try to sell a couple hundred thousand copies, and you know, and that's what caused the crash, really. Yeah. Um. So, where did you guys go? From that first system, um, I'll go ahead and start with you, Mike. Where'd you progress from the NES? Um, actually, after that, I think my parents bought me the Genesis, the Sega Genesis, and um, I was really into Sonic, like really into <laughs> Sonic, like almost more than Mario at the time. And then it progressed, and I got back into Nintendo. And I was actually a subscriber to Nintendo Power. Well, you guys probably remember oh, that. Yeah. I got the magazines in the mail. And um, um, they used to send you 
um, VHS tapes in the mail to <laughs> promote the next wow. game that was, that's coming out. So when I would, I would get like a video in the mail and I would watch it. And, um, when, when a new game would come out, they would promote it like crazy and I would freak out and be like, Oh, I gotta have it <laughs> before YouTube. Before yeah. Before, <laughs> yeah. Before YouTube, before the internet, really, right. they had to, you know, promote it in magazines and videos. And so they would send you that in the mail and, Oh gosh. And then 64 came out and my mind exploded. Right. I think so, everybody did. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's little, that's fast forwarded, forwarded, forwarding a little bit, but seriously, I mean, I was, huge into i was a devout gamer back in that back in in that time like all the way elementary school even in junior high so i think it was easy to be though when you were a kid because like you were saying you didn't have anything else to do right so it was like oh saturday morning i'm gonna watch my cartoons i'm gonna eat my cereal and i'm gonna go back and play my games <laughs> yep well, that was me do your homework somewhere in between <laughs> Not yeah. on saturday no yeah no, you don't touch that homework yeah. Sunday night material. Yeah, no way. Do you still have any of those VHS tapes? Yes, I do. Wow. Uh, they're at my parents' house. Do you um, have a v- VCR? <laughs> uh, my parents still have a VCR somewhere. But um, when N64 came out, um, I got a VHS tape promoting... I think the first one that they ever did was it was promoting Star Fox 64. And like they, it, it was this ridiculous like sketch of like these two guys from Sega. They like kidnapped this guy from Nintendo, and like they were like, "Tell me everything you know about Star Fox 64." And the guy from Nintendo was like changed to this chair, and he was like, "He's like, I'll never talk." And it was it was really ridiculous. It's you can probably find it on YouTube. Just like type in Nintendo Power Star Fox 64. Cool. It was ridiculous, and yeah, these that was when Sega and Nintendo they were like battling, major, majorly battling. Hi, cat. We got an interference. <laughs> cat interference. So where'd you go from the Atari, Adam? I mean, I'm sure I have a feeling that, but I mean, between all of us, we own probably every system. I would imagine there's four of us. Yes, probably. So yeah, well. For me, like gaming was always sort of this luxury thing. Um, I never got a Nintendo Entertainment System, although I remember going over to my uncle's house and, and he um, had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, the first oh. game for Nintendo Entertainment System, which was so difficult. Yeah. It still <laughs> is. It still is. I have an NES, and I still can't get past the first stupid level. Yeah, I I think we are spoiled now. I mean, you go back to any basically any of those Nintendo games, they are so hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I one of my earliest memories of the Nintendo Entertainment System is watching him play that game, and I waited like an hour <laughs> for my turn. I was like, can I play? Can I play? And he's like, yeah, you can play. And like right at that moment, my mom comes in the room and she says, hey, we're leaving now. It's time to go. And <laughs> I just burst into tears. And so I made the walk of shame down the hallway. I was <laughs> crying because I, I had waited so long. I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles so much. I had the toys. I really wanted to play the game. And then I had to leave. And I was so bummed. <laughs> but the, uh, the first system that I got after that 
my parents brought bought my brother and I the Sega Genesis uh, one year for us to share. And we had Sonic 1 and maybe one other game, like Bubsy or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, that game's what a terrible. But yeah, I was like Mike, super into <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. I loved the cartoons that came out for that. The white, yeah. Um, and I was super into the comic book for a long time, even uh, much later than I should be willing to admit. <laughs> I was into the comic book. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're we're among friends. It's the same place. I can admit it. I was into Sonic the Hedgehog comic books. <laughs> and then from there, I think we went from Sega Genesis to PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been, a, I've been a PlayStation man ever since. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, after, after uh, the NES, the Super Nintendo, um, I didn't actually purchase another, well, my mom didn't actually purchase another <laughs> system until the, the original PlayStation. It was like, my aunt had had the, the Sega Genesis. I would go over there and play um, Sonic and different things like that, but we didn't have a lot of money, um, mm-hmm. so my mom never w- actually went out and was like, I'm going to buy a system, and I never really asked for it until PlayStation came out, and I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> So um, one year, that was the only thing I asked for all year long. And for Christmas, my mom ended up getting it for me. Um, I think before that, I did have a Game Boy, but I don't know if we're counting. Oh, yeah, handheld. definitely. Sure. Yeah, I, I wasn't the Game Boy. It is a system. Man. It is yeah, a system for sure. account. Man, uh, the original Game Boy, before there was any color in it. Uh, the brick. The, the big brick. Yeah. yeah. Man, I remember that came out. and. Um, uh, <laughs> the, I remember a uh, Pokemon Red and a uh, Blue. Oh wow! Oh yeah, those those were amazing. I was jealous. <laughs> I remember kids that had the brick, like my cousin had one. I was so mad. He'd come over and just like you know, shove it in my face. Look what I got! <laughs> um, man, where did I get? Let me see. Uh, well, we had the Atari, and then it's kind of weird thinking about it now. I feel kind of like I was maybe one of the more privileged kids because my parents got divorced. So um, uh, depending on the weekend, I had a different system to play. Um, Yeah, (laughs) It was so much fun. Um, So I can remember um, my stepmom had an NES, so that became part of our household. And then we got um, a Sega Genesis one year for Christmas. And I, I just remember just like screaming because, it was one of those Christmases where, like, we had we had been up for a couple hours unwrapping presents and everything that you do, and um, we're getting ready to go back in our room and play. My brother and I, we're going to play the NES, and my dad goes, oh, wait a minute. And from behind his rocking chair, he pulls out this huge box, and we just pour it open, and the, the Genesis is in there with um, Sonic and... Uh, I, I don't remember if we had got anything else with that. Oh, we did. I remember we got um, like there was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like tournament game. I don't know. It sounds familiar. It was really cool and really hard. Um, but then like my mom, like she 
she ended up getting like a PS one and that's cool. So yeah, I kind of have my fingers in, in every game system growing up. Um, I think I had, a, had another question. I was thinking if anybody wants to take over here, they can. Well, um, I did <laughs> end up getting a Nintendo 64 after the GameCube had already came out. Really? Yeah, and I had friends who would like make fun of me. They're like, "You finally got one." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I remember when 64 came out because I I had a regular Nintendo system, then I got a Genesis, and then I went from that to Nintendo 64, mm-hmm. and I was just I was just blown away with the footage from Mario from the first mm-hmm. Mario. Like I was like, I have to have this like <laughs> now. So. <laughs> My parents went out and bought it for me, and um, that I think that was the last system I was really, really serious about. Mm. Was the was sixty four? I mean that that system was revolutionary. You had yeah. like um the the original Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had uh, Ocarina of Time. And George Mad. Yeah. Yeah. And Goldeneye. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. How could you forget Golden Things? Oh, man. I mean, that's like what, you know, what you, if you went over to your friend's house, he had GoldenEye. You were playing GoldenEye multiplayer. Stupid odd job. Stupid oh, ad. yeah. <laughs> you were in for a party <laughs> with your friends if you were playing GoldenEye. Oh, yeah. Um, dang it. I swear I had a question and I didn't put it in my notes. Um, I mean, what were some of your like absolute favorite games from any system? I mean, do you have an absolute favorite where you're like, if I had this system, um, this is the game that I would definitely have? Hmm. Are you talking just like of all time? Or? Yeah, like if you, if I mean, okay, let's just let's just play the Desert Island game. If you could take one console, one game with you to a Desert Island, granted you do have electricity and a TV, <laughs> what what are you gonna take? Good question. Uh, hard question, though. Um, well, I do. I, I'll, I'll still stand by the fact that 64 is my favorite system. Still is. Um, it sounds ridiculous, but I was really into Banjo Kazooie. I thought, like, I loved that game. I thought that the worlds were so um, diverse and crazy and I still love that game, and I wish I still had it, because I would play it. I would go home and play it right now if I could. <laughs> I used to love that game. Yeah, that's kind of a, kind of a tough question, because you know, if you're stuck on a desert island, you want to take a game that has infinite replayability. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know that that's necessarily my favorite game. I mean, I might take something like Skyrim, just because it's freaking huge. <laughs> right, yeah. right. I mean, I don't know that I would put that on my favorite list. I think I could probably spend the length of this entire podcast discussing my four or five favorite games ever. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, one of my favorites is Chrono Trigger or Chrono Cross. I don't know. It's hard to pick between the two. Um, you're, you're after my own heart. <laughs> I know. Chrono Cross was one of the first uh, role-playing games I ever purchased. Uh, for PlayStation 1, and that game is just, it's massive. 
and it blew my mind in terms of story and gameplay. Just... Especially for its time, it was oh yeah, so huge, and there were so many different characters. Man. Yeah, yeah, you have to play through that game three times in order to get all of the characters, and there's no, it's just impossible to get them all in one That's go. Easy, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, made by SquareSoft. Yes. I never played um, RPGs. I can remember going to my cousin's house, and he had a PS1, and he was playing Final Fantasy, and it drove me nuts, because I'm like, I don't want to just stand back here at this line and take turns with different characters doing one attack. I'm like, I want, like, when I play games, I want to, even, like, first-person shooters, it would be like, oh, no, stand back and shoot. I'm like, no, I want to get right in the guy's face and just blow it. <laughs> I, mean, I guess maybe I'm more violent than I appear to be. I'm I need help, I think. Got um, some dark stuff in your closet. I <laughs> well, I've had a I've had a desire to play some first person shooters lately, just because I've been without video games for so long. Those are always fun. <clears throat> um, that's what Skype is. Not Skype. That's what Steam is for. Right. <laughs> you should be able to pick something up on sale. Yeah, probably. Um. I don't know. I guess we didn't really finish that round of questioning. Do you have a game in the system that you... I mean, you, Adam, you said you said Chrono Trigger or Chrono Cross. You'd probably take with you, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's an incredibly tough question. Um, I, I would probably bring an original Xbox and bring... Uh, Star Wars Knights of, the, Knights of the Old Republic. Nice. Just because that game, I don't know, I, I loved everything about it, how many different um, choices you can make. And uh, for its time, it was sort of revolutionary. It was Bioware before uh, they had made anything like Mass Effect or Dragon Age. Mm. Um, sort of the, the early years, the earlier years of Bioware. So, uh, but you can definitely see the influences that game has had on things like Mass Effect. Okay. But yeah, I, I love that game. It has everything that I would want in like a. An... Oh, my wife just got home. <laughs> Thank goodness yeah. for editing. I think. I. I think that game still holds up really well. I just played through it for the first time maybe a year or two ago. And uh, I, at the time, I liked it better than Mass Effect, at least yeah. the first Mass Effect. I've since gone on to play the rest of them, and those are, I mean, extraordinary games in their own right. But yeah, Knights of the Old Republic is awesome. Yeah, I mean, if you like RPGs and you like Star Wars, then you can't not play uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, it's, it's set in a completely different time period than... Um, then you'll have in, like, the movies uh, way, way before those ever occurred uh, as far as chronological-wise. Um, but uh, it's you can still feel the Star Wars elements in it. Uh, I kind of hate my choice, but it's the first thing that comes to mind. Um, I think I would have to take an original NES and take Super Mario Brothers 3. Um, <laughs> I've never beat that game, and I've Played it for I don't know how many years. I don't know if I have either. That's a great choice, also. I mean, that's 
in my mind, probably the height of Mario, the best of the best Mario games. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, the, the reason I hate my choice is not so much because of the game, because I absolutely love the game. It's the system, because on a desert island, do you know how many times I would have to blow into that stupid system <laughs> and or cartridge? Oh, man. So what you should do instead is take a Super Nintendo and Super Mario All-Stars, which has Mario 1, 2, and 3 on it. That is the ultimate answer, because it is one game, but it's multiple games at the same time. Yeah. And in uh, fact, there's pro I think there was a bundled version of that game that actually came with those three Mario games plus Super Mario World, which was a cool game. I forgot about that, the Mario All-Stars. That mm. was great. Oh, yeah. It just, they re-released it for the Wii, and I wanted it so bad, because that's all we have is a Wii right now. So, yeah. Um, speaking of systems we have, what systems do you guys have right now, or what is your most current? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that question. <laughs> right now, um, it's a three, Xbox 360. Um, the reason I got that is so I could play um, um, Batman Arkham Asylum when that came out. Because when I saw the trailer for that game, I was like, I have to have that. <laughs> I have to play it. And I think, um, I, I know a lot of people like give me crap for um, like a lot of PlayStation fanboys like Adam give me crap for it. But like when, when I first got that, I, I was... It was almost like a rebirth into mm -hmm. gaming because um, I stopped playing video games for a really long time. Like, all, almost, almost, I didn't play video games in high school that much at all because I was into, I was into soccer and all that stuff. And, and really rock. Slip yeah, rock. <laughs> yeah, and music and stuff. <laughs> I really didn't, I really didn't uh, make time for games. And then, um... Seriously, I saw that trailer for um, Arkham Asylum. I was like, I, I have to play that. There's there's no question. I have to have it. So <laughs> that's that's what made me want to get a 360. And uh, I, I still I still love Arkham Asylum. It's still one of my favorite games. So that's what I have right now. Well, taking a pause from this topic really quick, did you guys see the trailer for uh, Arkham Knight? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that trailer is amazing yeah it makes me wonder what that game's going to be like i was not I, I was not excited for origins the third batman right. game and i still haven't played it but uh this has me interested you know, arkham origins was from a different developer yeah correct did you, did you play it i did not play it um uh, austin mcquiston played it and he didn't like it as much yeah but, I'm excited for Arkham Knight, definitely. You, you get to drive the Batmobile mm -hmm. for the first time, so that'll be a lot of fun. Is, is the, the old developer Rocksteady making that game, or is it someone else still? It's Rocksteady. It is Rocksteady, yeah. Oh, okay. And Kevin Costner is... Kevin Conroy. Uh, I hope it's not Kevin Costner. <laughs> no. Kevin Costner? I'll be mad. <laughs> Kevin Conroy is doing the voice? Yeah, he is. I okay. thought he was done. Well... He, yeah, he's coming back. Uh, Mark, Mark Hamill is done. Mark Hamill's done. That's sad. Which I I don't I, I don't know if the Joker's gonna be in this game. I don't know either. 
Yeah, Kevin Conroy, I mean, we've said this before, he is the voice of Batman. Like, yeah. when I read the comic books, I'm hearing Conroy in my head. Well, yeah, and same thing with Joker. I'm hearing Mark Hamill in my head. Mm. Yeah. The problem with me, though, is that this game is going to be next-gen only. Am I right? I'll let you guys know how it is. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, need to, I need to get a new system. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that might be enough to do it. That and Metal Gear, when it comes yeah. out, yeah. might be enough to get me to, to consider buying something new. Right now, I've got a PS3 and uh, a new gaming PC that I put together just a few months back. So oh. I'm back into PC gaming right now. I had a, a Steam library. I know we talked about that before, but mine's... I don't know, somewhere between three and four hundred games. With how many have I played? How many have I played? I I really don't want to answer that question. <laughs> I, I'll I'll make this excuse. I got most of them in bundles and on sale, and I've been a Steam member since well, probably for six or seven years. So I've accumulated a lot of games, and most of them were much more graphics intensive than the machines that I had at the time. So I finally did it. Instead of buying a PS4 or an Xbox One, I decided I would put together a new machine because now I have access to like hundreds of games that I've always wanted to play and owned but never been able to play. Like right now I'm super into Skyrim, which is, what, 2012? So I'm a couple years behind on that. But... That game's blowing my mind right now. It's awesome. Actually, I still I also have uh, a 3DS, so I'm still kind of doing the handheld thing. Cool. Yeah, I um I haven't had a handheld in a long time until just recently. I I traded in a bunch of old games and bought a Vita, um, which I, that's the main reason I bought it was because with the PS4. Um, you can do remote play. So, like, say my wife wants to watch something on TV, but I really want to play my PS4. I can uh, send the image from the PlayStation 4 onto my Vita so I can play it on there. Nice. So that's neat. Uh, I, I think I only have one game on the Vita itself. But <laughs> yeah, for me, I have... I sold my 360 uh, and my Wii, and then I... I bought the PlayStation 4, and I still have my PS3. Um, I'll probably keep the PS3 until PlayStation Now comes out. Oh, yeah. That looks cool. I'm excited to see what they what they do with that. Yeah, with, uh, with, if you guys don't know, PlayStation Now, they're supposed to be, um, supposed to be like a, a mass back catalog of games from like the original PlayStation, PlayStation 2, and PlayStation 3. All going to be available on the PlayStation 4. Ooh. So that sounds pretty intense. Yeah, it's, cool. it's a huge undertaking. That it's on it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of it described as like the Netflix of the Sony PlayStation catalog. Like you pay a monthly subscription, and then you can basically play whatever they offer. Which, if it works out like that, it sounds amazing. Great. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the only reason I'm holding on to the PlayStation 3 is because I have so many games on there I've gotten from, like, PlayStation Plus uh, for free. 
that if I get rid of my PlayStation 3, I'll never be able to play. Um, right, you can't do. Yeah, with, with the lack of backwards compatibility, it's really... I mean, I understand why they do it, but it kind of stinks at the same time. I miss the days of, like, when the 360 came out, and they're like, you can play all of your Xbox One games. Right, yeah. That was awesome. Uh, so, yeah, the... The PS3, the PlayStation 4, and the Vita are the only things that I actually have right now. Yeah, I've had to kind of figure out uh, the best way to um, start playing games again. Um, Because like I said, we only have a Wii. And I mean, we've had that Wii probably since a year after it came out. So quite a few years. And for me, it's not enough. Super Mario Brothers is not enough. Um, because I beat it and, um, and yeah, I just, I haven't really had, um, the money to invest in a new system, um, just cause I have kids, dang kids. Um, but, uh, actually last year I got an iPad because, um, it was just going to help me do more podcasting stuff. And so I've started to play. Um, a few games on the the app store. I've not really found anything that I keep. Um, I'm trying to think of a good term to use there, but I, I don't. I usually don't have a game on my iPad for more than three weeks. I think actually the longest running game on my iPad is Minecraft Pocket Edition, and I don't play that anymore. My daughter plays that, and I play the PC version of Minecraft. Um, and, uh, I've, I also started playing Steam and I think, I mean, that's as, as far as systems go, that's, that's all I've got. Um, but with Steam, I think, I'm trying to think, I think the two games I've been back and forth with are Limbo and Fez. So Limbo's um, a good game. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I enjoy it. It's one of those games that. I had heard about, but I didn't realize just how morbid it was mm-hmm. until, you know, I stepped in a bear trap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, Dave, uh, with your, your iPad, they did come out with the version recently of um, Nice Little Republic to that. I've seen that. So I would definitely I haven't, pick that I up. haven't made my way to it because I'm a sucker for free games just because there's limited amount of space on my iPad, and I have a bunch of crap on my iPad that I use. And so I'm just kind of like, what what am I going to keep? What am I going to play? And if I'm going to pay for it, it's going to stay on my iPad mm. for a while. Um, but I might get around to, to doing that. Um, but I, I think right now Minecraft's been the big time sucker for me. Um, I mean, I guess did you, you guys kind of talked about what games you're playing right now, right? I don't know if no. you did. Mike, right. you sound like you're just kind of in between. I haven't. Honestly, I haven't played um, recent games in a long time. I think uh, trying to think of the last game I got for Christmas was I think it was. Um, you played Dead Island, right? Dead Island was the last game because Ashley bought it. My wife bought it for me for uh, um, Christmas, I think, last year, and that was eh. It was okay. I was I was very disappointed. I'll say that. it's still fun to play, but I was disappointed with it. So it's been a while. I I think I'm due for something 
Brand new. Um, have you played um, any of the Walking Dead games, like the from Telltale? I have not, but I do want to play those. I've heard they're pretty amazing. Yeah, I played. Um, I didn't play the Walking Dead games, but I did play the Back to the Future games that Telltale came out mm-hmm. with, and those are really good. Oh man, so, I love those. Yeah. I mean, if you're a Back to the Future fan, they're awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, and it it's great. It kind of picks up from where the movies left off. Really? Mm. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Mike, I think you should check out Borderlands, or Borderlands 2. I think you, if you liked the type of game that Dead Island is, mm-hmm. maybe something that's a little more polished, something that's a little better executed, I think Borderlands 2 is, is probably what, what you would want, which you can still pick up for Xbox 360. I've heard really good things about that. I might just have to do that. Yeah, uh, I, would, I would say for you, David... I mean, Dave. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I, I, I'm a big proponent of Steam. I think it's a great platform. I think they do a really good job of pushing in front of people, you know, not only the big AAA blockbuster titles, but also indie stuff like Fez and Limbo. And I, I would say it's probably be a good idea to kind of Keep your keep your eyes and ears peeled for the Steam box because that may be the console that you want to go with. If you've already started to build up a library of games in Steam and you're looking for something that you hook up to your TV and is like your dedicated game thing, then the Steam box is is probably going to be where it's at. Which I'm excited to see what they do with that and if they can compete with. Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo, if we even consider Nintendo a player at this point. Yeah, I I think Steambox sounds um, like a lot of fun. I mean, since since getting into Steam, um, I, I was thinking about it just the other day, and I'm like, man, I that would be really cool. Because um, I mean, there's a lot of um, I, I'm I don't want to say like off brand, but there are some other systems coming out. Um, they have the Ouya, which there's there's a chance that I might be getting one because I just I won a contest through the Verge, and in this picture they're like you get a mystery box with a bunch <laughs> of stuff from this picture, and and Ouya was one of the things, and that's for anybody that doesn't know, it's spelled O U Y A, um, and it's basically an Android um, an Android based gaming system. Um, so if I get one of those, I'm gonna do a review on it and probably pass it around to, to friends that they, you know, if you guys are interested cool. in it. Yeah, I I don't know anyone who's played it personally. Yeah, but I mean they're cheap. I mean for for the system and one controller, it's a hundred dollars. Um, and I mean you, you have the games, but um, which if it's Android, I'm sure there are probably a lot of like free games on there too, right? Yeah, I'm not real sure if they have games specifically designed for Ouya or if it's just Android games in general. I haven't really looked into it much, but if I end up getting it, um, definitely let you guys know about it. Yeah, um, I've heard some good things about the Ouya. I know they have an Ouya-specific marketplace where you can get stuff that's designed for that hardware, but then I think you have access to, to most of the, the Google Play Store. And I think there are probably quite a few really cool Android games that would work better with the controller. So mm-hmm. that might actually be really fun to have. I mean, especially because most 
Android and mobile games are like a couple bucks. Yeah. Mm. Um, I also just saw that it looks like Amazon might be doing something. Um, they, um, I got a photo of like a controller leaked a couple days ago. I saw um, that. It's blocky and um, it kind of remi- reminds me of what the original Xbox controller looked like. It's kind of like fat and chunky. Uh, oh, what? like the original, like it just yeah, the yeah, man. Oh, that, that controller was horrible. Yeah, I've seen the picture that you're talking about, Dave, and it is. I I, I don't think it's good at all. I mean, and <laughs> yeah. Amazon's a, a great platform. I would expect them to do something a little more elegant than that. So that's probably, if anything, either fake or. Uh, an early prototype because I'm sure if they put something out, it will be, it'll be pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um, okay. So let's go ahead and wrap up our conversation here. What are some, I, I didn't get oh. to say what game I'm playing right oh, now. Oh, well, I, <laughs> I apologize. What, what, one, Jeez, I mean, there's only like, what, two games for the PS4 right now. Whatever. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I only have two games, but there are a lot oh, of games oh. for um, I just finished up uh, the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, which it's I enjoy so much more than I enjoyed like the original Tomb Raider games. Um, in the original Tomb Raider games, they seem to focus a lot on how she's this this girl with giant assets. Nicely <laughs> 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 put. But in this game, uh, Warcraft is more of like a, a real person. You know, she um, she's just a normal archaeologist um, who ends up on this uh, island that's sort of in the middle of this Bermuda Triangle type thing. Um, I, I definitely suggest it. If you, and it's uh, Square Enix had I, I don't they didn't develop it, but they published it. Um, so I pretty much that was the main reason I picked it up. I was like, if Square Enix backs it, I'll, I'll probably pick it up. And uh, the other game that I just bought that I haven't had a chance to play, but it'll be what I'm playing now, uh, is Thief, which I haven't heard a lot of good reviews about, but <laughs> we'll see. I might do a short keep this episode on it. Um, okay. So let's go ahead and wrap up the conversation. I think everybody's okay with that now. I'm okay. Sorry. I'm going to come over the table and just like knock me down. No, it's my turn. Um, what are some systems or games that you guys have played and you absolutely hated them? If you can remember anything that you just absolutely hated. Oh. Oh, man. Um, I remember... Um, the Sega Saturn, and there was a, there was like a, a Sonic the Hedgehog, like, off, I don't even remember what the title of it was, but it was like an off, it was a, it wasn't like an official Sonic game, it was kind of like a, yeah, no, one of those Sonic side games mm. that, um, I don't know, I forget what it was called, <laughs> that's going to drive me nuts, but anyway, that system itself was just... I didn't like it. <laughs> Are you talking about Chaotix? Maybe that's what it was. Did it have like it, a bunch of different characters in it? 
Yeah, yeah. It was like it was a Sonic game. It had, I think, Knuckles and Tails were in it. I don't know, but it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> that system I didn't really like. I tried it once at my friend's house, and I, I, uh, I didn't really like it. <laughs> it was frustrating. The controller was frustrating. I think that's what I didn't like about it. That's me. What about you, Adam? Yeah, I I don't know if there... I mean, I certainly grew to dislike the Atari 2600 and most of its games because that was all I had when everyone else <laughs> was starting to get Nintendos and Super Nintendos. And I was like, why am I still playing these games? They're mm -hmm. terrible. Uh, and they were all so difficult. Um, yeah, I mean, that was the main thing. It was more like I really just wanted to play something new, and I was <laughs> confined to these 50-cent, you know, second-hand whatever games. Mm. Do you have a game that you've, like, that you've played, you've really invested time in, and it just wasn't worth your time? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure everybody has one. I mean, I'm trying to think of one, but... Bubsy for Sega Genesis. <laughs> oh my gosh. That game, I mean, it's just awful. You know, I, I think probably when we were kids and you only have a couple of games for each system, you, you play what you have and you appreciate it because that's all you have, but that game is absolutely terrible. <laughs> absolutely terrible. I would agree with that. For me, I don't think there's, I can't think of a game that I hated, but there were a couple of games that I can remember playing and being like, this is not what I wanted at all. Um, the first one that comes to mind was, uh, surprisingly, um, the uh, Wind Waker Zelda game. Just because when I played it, it was coming off of like um, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and I wanted something like that. Yeah, and then when I played Wind Waker, I was like, "What in the world is this?" Yeah, you get a new visual style, new gameplay mechanics. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was not <laughs> happy with it at all. I mean, it it's definitely a lot different, and it has its positives and negatives. Um, some people love Wind Waker. Uh, I just personally did not enjoy it. <laughs> did you guys play that at all? I did not. I played it a little bit. I never owned a Nintendo system other than the handhelds. And I've played all of the handhelds, but I went from Sega to PlayStation, so I don't know. I know that means I've missed out on some classics, but I guess I could go back and play um, um, what the uh, Ocarina of Time for 3DS. Yeah, de yeah. definitely oh, yeah. do that. That's that's probably my favorite Nintendo game. Period. So good. Um, and the, the other game was um, um, Star Wars Force Unleashed 2. I really enjoyed the first one. Um, the second one was just pretty much the exact same game, except a slightly like a different plot and really short. Like I that was one game that I probably beat in like a day. Because mm -hmm. you can run right through the, the story. I, I mean, I'm not sure playing it on like the hardest difficulty level. You can literally get through that in a day, and it was yeah. very disappointing. 
Um, so those were a couple games that I, I didn't hate them, but I definitely didn't enjoy them as much as I thought I would. Yeah. Uh, I can remember there was a Batman game for the original Nintendo. Oh, yeah. NES, and I don't remember why, but because I remember playing it at my aunt's house, and that could have been the reason why I didn't like it, but I just, I absolutely hated that game because um, it was so hard to beat. Um, and I've heard it's it's either Batman or Batman Returns. One of those two games, I think it's Batman Returns, is like, just it just sucks. I remember playing that too. And the it was so, the controls for it were so weird. Mm-hmm. And the way, the, the graphics were actually pretty good. Oh, yeah. I remember. Like for Nintendo, mm-hmm. it was actually pretty decent. Mm-hmm. But the controls were awful. Like every time Batman would punch, it felt like he, his fist would go in slow motion. <laughs> he, would, uh-huh. he would hit A and then he would punch. Yeah. Like, and he would, and sometimes his fist would go over the enemy. Like, uh-huh. and it was, it was awful. It was just not yeah. a fun game. That, that, those are the worst. Like when Nintendo, like, like blatantly, like laughs in your face while, while like <laughs> while they're, with their controls and how they do things. Those games are hard. Yeah. Um, I think another game was... I actually... I absolutely love this game until I beat it um, because I was really upset with the ending, but it was um, Star Wars Shadows of the Empire. Um, I absolutely adored that game. And I finally beat it um, after... I very rarely beat games. I guess I should have said that. Um, I've probably played a hundred games, and I've beat probably five of them. <laughs> uh, but I remember beating Shadows of the Empire, and Dash Rendar died. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> and it just made me so mad because he was like a cockier Han Solo, and I loved Han Solo, and then he just died. Um, so that kind of messed me up for Star Wars games. For a while. <laughs> That's okay. At least you didn't play through three huge Mass Effect games and then Shepard <laughs> died. So. Oh, yeah, I heard, I heard about that. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think everybody heard about that. Yeah. Um, EA kind of ruined that. Yeah. All right. Uh, do any of you guys like have any recommendations? That's kind of one thing that we do on the podcast. Mike, that's probably new to you. Um, basically at the end of every episode, if you have something that you've been reading or playing, watching, anything like that, just kind of recommend it right here at the end. Do you have anything that you've been really into? I know the most recent thing I know you were into was Breaking Bad. Yes. <laughs> um, that's just, there's no Breaking Bad video game, but <laughs> if there is one, you should buy it. There, there should be one. <laughs> Telltale needs to make a Breaking Bad <laughs> It could be cool. I don't I mean, know. That would be amazing. Yeah, that's the probably the most the recent thing that I've been really into. But as, as far as video games, I don't really have anything. Right. Adam, anything, game, movie, TV, whatever? Um, I am, like I mentioned before, super into Skyrim right now. And a couple of other indie games. Um, there's a, a new game that um, that the guys who make the Pixel Junk Monsters and Pixel Junk Racers uh, are making. It j- just came out. I think it's called Nom Nom Galaxy. It's about a <laughs> soup factory. 
That's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah. Mr. Hunt? Um, I don't know. I have something I would recommend. <laughs> I'm not it, forcing it, you to do it. <laughs> I, it's getting warm outside. Yeah. Go, go, I re- recommend you stay in school and you go outside. Don't do drugs. <laughs> That's a good one. Unless you live in Colorado. Where it's legal. Yeah. Sorry, Coloradoans that are this. Call Coloradoans. Um, gosh. I feel really, I mean, this is probably the nerdiest I've felt. I'm going to have to recommend Minecraft. I am so into that game. It's ruining my life. (laughs) What are you doing over there playing Minecraft? What are you building? I don't know. It's a house. I've made like 30 of them in this world. (sighs) So. Minecraft is cool. Man, it's lots of fun. I just wish I could play with more people. But that's for another time. Um, Anybody have any last words? Um, are there any games that you guys are, like, what's your most anticipated game that's going to be coming out? Ooh. I have to sit this one out, because I'm totally not in the oh, current game culture. That's why I did this episode. <laughs> I, I really want to play um, the new Dead Rising game. I'm a zombie guy, but so I <laughs> definitely want to play that. And, of course, I want to play Arkham Knight. Um, but I need a new system for that. So <laughs> that's what I got. All right. So here's the deal. We're going to start a fund fundraising campaign to buy Mike and I new systems. <laughs> Seriously. And, uh, I'm sure Adam would like one too. He just got, he just built a new computer. He doesn't need a new one. This is true, but you know what? I'll accept it. If Sony or Microsoft is listening right now, we, I'm sure all of us are more than willing to <laughs> sell our services. And, and by services, I mean just chill out for them. Well, right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I was worried because I was yeah. going to say, I don't think some of our wives would go for that. I mean, most of us are married. Um, I'll, I'll, We'll accept a money hat or a free system in return for advertisements, whatever. Absolutely. I'll get right on that. I'm kind of our PR guy. Um, you know, I would. I am really excited about Metal Gear Solid Five, which is like, I don't know, it's been cut into two different parts. There's like Prologue is coming out this month, mm. and then uh, the larger, like the next part of the game is coming out later. I really want to play them, but I do not have a PlayStation 4. Well, now you definitely need one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I think probably, uh, and this is a while off, I don't think they've even announced any sort of uh, release date, but um, the new Star Wars Battlefront, I'm super excited about it. I mean, I, I loved Battlefront 1 and 2. Um, and then Battlefront 3 was planned for a really long time and then canceled. And then now they're finally um, finally making a new Battlefront game for the... Maybe. Christmas. They're going to wait till the PlayStation 17. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited for that. And most of the stuff that I'm looking forward to hasn't like officially gotten release dates like that. And um, Kingdom Hearts 3 
been waiting for that since the PlayStation <laughs> 2. So. All right. Um, I guess my final word, um, I just kind of want to let those of you who um, live uh, near Kokomo, um, I stumbled across a, um, a new film that's coming out. It's called Legends of the Night. Um, it's, a, it's a documentary about Batman um, and kind of how he uh, uh, has affected the lives of people. Um, uh, it's put together by, um, let's see, I think the, the guy's name that put it together is Brett Colt. Um, you can go to wearebatman.com. You can watch the trailer. We'll link it in the show notes for the podcast. But um, if you live um, in Kokomo or close to Kokomo and you're listening to this, um, I'm, I've gotten in touch with them about getting a possible screening at our local theater. Um, and it, it would be really, really cool um, if we could get a bunch of people there. I think the minimum amount um, of tickets that we have to sell to get it in our theater is 65. Um, and that would just be really cool. Um, watch the trailer. It, it's pretty moving. I was moved by it. Um, uh, so uh, that about wraps it up. Um, yeah. So um, signing off, my name is David Clements. You can find me on Twitter at underscore David Clements. My name is David Hunt, and you can find me on Twitter, but I don't really say anything. <laughs> um, at the David Hunt. I'm Mike Estriva. You can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash half the mic and twitter.com slash Michael Castriva with a W and, <laughs> and all kinds of stuff like that. <laughs> yes, and I am Adam McDormand. You can find me tweeting strange things about being an English teacher at Adam McDormand. <laughs> Uh, my video game blog, if you want to read about me, I don't know, playing three or four-year-old PC games, then blogspot.com slash game versus life. And then my YouTube channel, Medium Quality, at youtube.com slash Adam McDormand, where I'm always discussing strange things. Like The Bachelor. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't, don't get me started on that. Do not... <laughs> <laughs> Go watch that video and be angry with me. I I hear he just gave out his last rose. <laughs> <laughs> that's for that's for another day. <laughs> Let's see. The next episode will be how pop culture is ruining the culture. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will um, talk to you next week with the new episode, which we haven't decided on yet.